The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. The time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered them and said, What then will this child become? For indeed the hand of the Lord was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke this prophecy. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has looked favorably upon his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. In the first volume of her three-volume work on religious life, entitled Finding the Treasure, Sister Sandra Schneider says that the call to religious life, centered in love of God and love of neighbor, is a prophetic vocation. I believe that to be true. And I want to look at our scripture readings for this feast of one of the greatest prophets, John the Baptist, to see what we can learn about what it means to be prophetic today.
First, we heard that wonderful passage from Isaiah, chapter 40. Comfort. O comfort my people. Isaiah says that the prophet's call is to prepare the way of the Lord by announcing the good tidings that the Lord comes with might and his arm rules for him, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. It's not a message of gloom and doom, but rather one of hope and joy. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Being a prophet is announcing God's love and mercy to the world. In the Acts of the Apostles, Paul says that before the coming of Jesus, John had already proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. In announcing the coming of the Lord, John's message was not gloom and doom, but rather a call to get ready and to pay attention. It was an encouragement to leave behind our old way of life so that we can receive the new life that Jesus has to offer. Being a prophet is telling people to wake up to the presence of God in their lives. And in the Gospel passage, St. Luke's Canticle of Zechariah, which we pray every day at Matins, we hear that the holy prophets of old announced that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. God has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham, to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Being a prophet is reminding the people of God's promises for protection and deliverance, for mercy and forgiveness. Like John the Baptist, we are called to go before the Lord to prepare his ways. We are called to give knowledge of salvation to God's people by the forgiveness of their sins. The tender mercy of our God will break upon us, giving light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, guiding our feet into the way of peace. Being a prophet today is reminding the world that Jesus came not to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. And the world desperately needs to hear this good news because for some reason too many people have proclaimed the bad news that God's going to get you. And that's what people have believed. You may have heard me relate the story of how I came to understand God's love for me in a church in Toronto where I heard a verse of a familiar hymn that I'd never heard before. The hymn is, There's a Wideness in God's Mercy, 
And the verse I had never heard before goes like this. But we make God's love too narrow by false limits of our own. And we magnify God's strictness with a zeal God will not own. As prophets today, we have the wonderful task of teaching people that, in the words of Father Richard Rohr, we do not become good so that God will love us. God loves us so that we can become good. And that's the good news we are called to proclaim by our lives today.